Hello, my name's David. I'm part of the church at Gold Hill. In our series, Summer of Blessing, we're looking today at words which are nearly three and a half thousand years old, but which became famous again last year. The priestly blessing from Numbers. The Lord said to Moses, tell Aaron and his sons, this is how you are to bless the Israelites. Say to them, the Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face shine on you and be gracious to you. The Lord turn his face toward you and give you peace. So they will put my name on the Israelites and I will bless them. There is a kind of line of succession here from God to Moses, to Aaron, to his sons, to the Israelites and down to us. Passed on like the Olympic torch or a relay baton. In America in March 2020, a song was released called The Blessing. These are its words. The Lord bless you and keep you. Make his face shine upon you and be gracious to you. The Lord turn his face toward you and give you peace. May his favour be upon you and a thousand generations and your family and your children and their children and their children. May his presence go before you behind you and beside you, all around you and within you. He is with you in the morning, in the evening, in your coming and your going, in your weeping and rejoicing. He is for you. Amen. Words taken from Numbers 6 and Psalm 67. The immediate success of the song led to gold awards and it rapidly spread worldwide to the UK in May 2020 where it was released and Tim Hughes said, at this unique and challenging time in the United Kingdom, over 65 churches and movements representing hundreds of others have come together online to sing a blessing over our land. Standing together as one, our desire is that this song will fill you with hope and encourage you during the pandemic. And worldwide, over 100 virtual choirs have since created versions of the song in over 30 countries, declaring God's blessing over cities, countries and whole continents. So we think about the blessing of God. When in 1974, our then church were told in a Sunday service of Eunice's and my engagement, we were given the words of a Proverbs 10.22, the blessing of the Lord make rich, and he adds no sorrow with it. What has this meant for us? Not the absence of difficulty or disappointments, but all our lives God has been faithful, and all our lives God has been so, so good. With every breath that we are able, we will sing of the goodness of God. What does it really look like to be blessed? It looks like God being close to us, looking on us, and as a result, bathing us with grace and peace. The Lord bless you. But people say bless you when you sneeze. Put blessings at the end of an email or phone call. Say, God bless, meaning hope everything goes well. Or use bless my soul as an exclamation and talk about blessing in disguise when the unpleasant turns out to be beneficial. 
But the Bible says that blessing is far more than that. It is the giving of the sum total of all God's good gifts to his people. Who God is and what he has, it is giving us himself. This is what was given to those whom God has set as a blessing to use over others. Are our measures of blessing the same? Or are they material, temporary, based on success, comfort or status? Do we see the blessing of God truly wants to give himself? And in our desire to bless others, is that not we too will seek for people? The Lord bless you. The Lord keep you. Keep means to watch over, guard and protect. To keep in a situation or keep from a situation. For in the day of trouble he will keep me safe in his dwelling. He will hide me in the shelter of his sacred temple and set me high upon the rock. So says the psalmist in Psalm 27.4 Kept safe by hiding in the shelter of, of God or by setting him high on a rock. A TV correspondent reporting from inside a war zone with body armour and security team, or from outside in a safe neighbouring country, protected in or from danger. Or Daniel's friends, if we are thrown into the blazing furnace, the God we serve is able to deliver us from it and will deliver us. Later the king sees four men walking around in the fire, unbound and unharmed, and the fourth looks like a son of the gods, protected in and from the blazing furnace. Or Paul and Silas at Philippi in the inner prison cell, fastened in the stocks, at midnight praying and singing hymns, then a violent earthquake, the foundation shaken, the prison doors flew open and chains came loose, protected in and from prison. The blessing of God and the face of God shining on you. The face shows a person's character, their personality and who they are. And shining is like the full sign or sun or a bright light. Shine is to smile on us. So three times in Psalm 80, the psalmist says to God, make your face shine on us. He wants God close to us. God's face shines upon us as he turns towards us. In the book of Esther, there is a threat of destruction and annihilation of the Jews. Esther is told to go into the king's presence to beg mercy and plead for her people. She answers that anyone who approaches the king without being summoned will be put to death unless the king extends the gold scepter to them and spares their lives. But she is further told not to think that because she is in the king's house she will escape, and who knows but that she has come to her royal position for such a time as this. So she goes to the king, and when the king saw Esther standing in the court, he was pleased with her and held out to her the gold scepter that was in his hand. So Esther approached and touched the tip of the scepter. 
This is a beautiful picture of how God turns towards us when we turn toward him. Turning a face means giving attention to and showing favour to someone, looking full in the face and looking on us, toward in recognition, approval and acceptance. And yet so often we have a fear of rejection that God somehow will turn away. No wonder David the psalmist called out to God, do not hide your face from me, Psalm 27, 9. We have looked at the blessing of God, the face of God, and now the gifts of God. The first gift is his grace. Grace is when God gives us what we do not deserve, and mercy is when God does not give us what we do deserve. We do not deserve anything from God except his judgment. We do not deserve God's amazing, incredible grace, but he still gives it in his mercy through the death and resurrection of Jesus Christ and by his Holy Spirit. The second gift is peace, the Hebrew word shalom. This is not just the absence of war and conflict, but completeness, wholeness, harmony, salvation and security. So this blessing is a deep prayer, a deep desire and a benediction. And the passage concludes in verse 27 of God's promise, so they will put my name on the Israelites, known as God's. Paul says, being marked in Christ with God's seal of ownership, the promised Holy Spirit being put and set on us. And the book of Revelation sees those in heaven as those who had Christ's name and his Father's name written on their foreheads. It's like a parcel or a lot that we are going to collect, ours because our name is on it. We can know that we are God's because his name is on us. God said he will bless us. Long before he had said to Abraham, I will bless you and you will be a blessing and all peoples on earth will be blessed through you. The Ephesians were those God had blessed with every spiritual blessing in Christ. There are two things that a blessing requires, a receiving and a giving. To receive, then, let us approach God's throne of grace with confidence, boldly, so that we may receive mercy and find grace to help us in our time of need. Hebrews 4.16 St Augustine said, God wants to give us something, but cannot because our hands are full. There is nowhere for him to put it. Come with open hearts and open hands to receive. Sometimes other things may have to go in order for there to be room for us to receive God's blessing. Boldly I approach your throne. Blameless now I'm running home. By your blood I come, welcomed as your own, into the arms of majesty. Receiving a blessing, God's blessing, but also giving it. Jesus said, freely you have received, freely give. An older song says, freely you have received, freely, freely give. Go in my name, and because you believe, others will know that I live. 
There's an Old Testament story of a city under enemy siege where four people outside of the city discover that the enemy has fled, leaving everything behind. So they enjoyed the spoils, but suddenly realised that what they were doing is not right. This is a day of good news and we are keeping it to ourselves. So it is with God's blessing. If we keep it to ourselves, what we are doing is not right, and it is not a day of good news for others. So what is the challenge of this blessing for us today? First, that we believe that God will bless and keep us, sometimes from things and sometimes in them. Second, for us to be willing to receive God's blessing with open hearts and open hands, even when there is the cost of sacrificing other things. And thirdly, to be intentionally giving blessing to others rather than keeping it to ourselves. I want to close by praying this blessing over us in the Message Bible and in the Prayer Bible. God bless you and keep you. God smile on you and gift you. God look you full in the face and make you prosper. So may indeed the Lord bless you and protect you. May his face shine on you. May he be gracious to you. May he favour you and give you peace. Amen.